All right, welcome back to another episode of Bets and Bites with Jordan McDonald and myself, Jake Bolin Moss. It is Monday, May 3rd. The Leafs just wrapped up a overtime loss to the Montreal Canadiens, and the Jays are on our TVs right now playing the Oakland Athletics. Jordan, how are we feeling tonight? Uh, not as good as Cole Caulfield feels. Not going to lie. like he, uh, He's having a good night himself. He's, he's going to be a, a problem for the Leafs on the halves i'm worried about that yeah um, i uh i watched his game winner the other night against ottawa they came back uh, and won an ot against ottawa it was pretty nice and then his goal tonight yeah I, we're getting close to the playoffs here we can't be giving up games we're up to one late like i it like it's don't start now don't start now especially it's, to a team you're probably gonna play first round well not probably 50 50 Mm, way to turn two jays that was nice um yeah no that's the thing it's like right so i think that that win tied montreal with winnipeg who's been on a bit of a skid right now right they've been yeah. haven't been great uh, actually i think they just lost an overtime to ottawa yeah they did they, oh no not even overtime in reg to ottawa 2-1 so not a good loss for winnipeg uh they're a bit of a mess lately and i think we're gonna get into who if we're the Leafs and I know if you ask the Leafs they're going to say it doesn't matter we're 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 playing for we're not game planning for any team like we'll just we'll see who it is and we'll figure it out then but if you're the Leafs who you want to see right now do you want to see Montreal who's had a few comeback wins here in uh in a few games or Winnipeg who right now is on a bit of a skit Jordan what's your initial thoughts there you know, I, I don't want to be that guy and say that it shouldn't matter because, like, they should be able to be both of them, which is true. That's true. Uh, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick Montreal if Jake Allen is their starter because if that's the case, then the Leafs should be able to beat them in a series. Seven-game series, I believe that. I, I don't think they've changed those rules. Like, obviously, playoffs are going to be a little different this year. Yeah. But I think it's still seven-game series. They should be able to beat this team in seven. They should be able to beat both teams, but I feel better – about the halves. If Carey Price is in, I probably would still go with them because I just don't think that their team uh, is built as well as the Jets. And especially if Nick Ehler goes back, comes back for the Jets, uh, they'll be even better. Um, but it scares me because, like, at the back of my mind, I'm like, they're probably going to lose to either team they play. Um, and I was going to ask you, like, I, I want to hear your pick and I want to talk about something going in the playoffs. But uh, no, I'll say the halves. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I like to play devil's advocate and say the Jets, but I don't want to play. The Jets are the, my biggest fear out of the Canadian division. Really? Uh, Edmonton actually doesn't scare me that much. Like, I, outside of McDavid and Dreisaitl, it's we've been able to shut those guys down. I've seen it from the Leafs, so it's not as much of a concern to me. Um, I don't th- I'm, I'm scared of Montreal. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, Montreal uh, is an easy one to get through. Um, they, wanted the, they won a series last year, I believe, against Pittsburgh. Uh, I believe Price and they were the in. worst seed. Right. I, I like, and they, in their defense, like that was like the bubble, and like they haven't played in several months. Sure. But I'll give credit where credit's due. You're right. Yeah, and I mean, this it's games like tonight that fucking frustrate me because you give this team that you're probably going to end up seeing momentum leading into the playoffs. Like we're five games out here, right? Like we're five games out. I know we're feeling pretty good with our first place position, but you're up to one late in the game. You got to stop them from scoring. You can't worry about Matthew getting his 40th, but uh, and the empty netter, like you got to stop them from scoring that 
that two, two goal changes the momentum. Caulfield comes in, they get the two points. You don't like, you don't want to be the fucking have this great year, all this good stuff to come to the playoffs and lose in fucking whatever seven again. Like, like they just continue to do. You can't especially, beat that choke team. You have to win late games. Yeah. And especially that it's kind of a cakewalk in a sense, because like they're, they are better than Edmonton. They're, they're he- not heads above the rest of the group, but like a significant portion between them and the rest of the teams. So you have an easy ticket to the conference finals this year, just right. the way that the whole, the whole schedule or the whole divisions are set up now. And yeah, like you don't want to squander it against a team, either the Jets or the, the Canadians that are like middling right now. Like if, if the, the divisions were the same, like if this was a, a normal year, would they be doing this well? Like, would Montreal even have a chance of playoffs with Boston, Tampa, and Florida in the mix? Um, so, yeah, but either team does scare me. Just, like, seeing what happened last year with the Habs as well. Like, I thought of that as well. But I would ask you or pose this question to you. When the playoffs start, is Jack Campbell unanimous starting goaltender? Like, he has to be. He has to be the guy. Yeah, starting. Um yeah. I don't know what the goalie situation is with Freddie. Like they're saying, maybe, I mean, Campbell right now, he's gotten you this far, right. And he's gotten you a lot of wins. Uh, I think your biggest concern though, when it comes to Campbell and Freddie and this whole situation is you can't get stuck on him. Like you remember the year where I think Murray was hurt to start the playoffs. Flurry went in, played great. I think he won them their first series. And then came in in the second series. This is for Pittsburgh, obviously. And I think he had one bad game. Murray came in, took him all the way to the Stanley Cup, won them a cup. And Fleury didn't touch the ice again. So it's a situation where I think Campbell's the starting guy. But you can't you can't get – you. I don't – and it's going to depend on how Freddie is because I'm not saying David Riddich is the guy, you know. But I just don't think you can live and die with Campbell if he does have a – game or two because he's got this fucking thing in his head where like he has a bad game and he like takes way too much of the blame you know what i mean like his his mind games aren't great so when he's playing good that's why he's awesome because he's he's got a good headspace but when he starts playing bad look out like that's a little bit of trouble i trust yeah, I agree. him but I, I agree with you on the uh freddie anderson thing like if uh they start the playoffs and, and i'm knocking on wood here they go down to nothing and they're like, okay, we go to Freddie, and then Freddie wins in the series. Obviously, it won't be just him, but like, they win that series. They go on, yeah, they got to stick with Freddie, right? Because we've seen Freddie. Freddie can be very good, but this year he was not very good. And you know, when he went on, he had this injury, which is kind of suspicious now because he like comes out once in a while and he's like, yeah, I feel great. Um, and then Dubos will be like, yeah, we don't know when he's coming back. Like, I don't know if it's cat manipulation. That's what a lot of people like to say, or. Captain everyone cap manipulates Tampa's been doing it all year no, I, I know but like be perfectly fine for the playoffs it's bullshit like, I'm not here hey, hey. oh Leafs are the cap manipulators Leafs are the cap manipulators everyone does it Stanley Cup winning teams have to fucking cap manipulate this is how things go okay it's in within the league rules like I'm sick of people fucking bitching and moaning about cap manipulation okay I just want to be on record is that I am not against cap manipulation I what I, I think I've been a record and say that I love what Spezza did and said that I'll retire if anybody picks yeah. me up. Uh, but what I'm saying that is it's going to bite them in the ass. Um, if like Freddie comes back and Freddie's not the same guy and they, they need to rely on, cause you need to have two good goaltenders to win at the Stanley Cup or at least gets the finals. Like we know it that used right? to not be that way, but it is now, but it is now. 
Um, and Freddie can be that. And it just scares me that he hasn't played in a real game for so long and he's going to come in and hopefully he doesn't come in cold if he ever does. And, you know, he's a shell of himself or he looks like what he was this year. Uh, Cause like Campbell, Campbell played really well in, in the game tonight. Like he made some really good saves Yep, um, and he's played great all season. I'm not going to say that it's the team in front of him because it's not like he has the stats to back it up. Unlike Freddie has over the past couple of years. So uh, I don't know, but th- this, this is pretty much the uh, beginning of the end or pretty much near the end of Freddie's tenure at the Leafs because Campbell shown he can play well enough. They can pair him with like another decent goaltender, probably like even one, a one B situation next year. Uh, because Freddie can get paid somewhere else. Uh, right. But, and we don't have the money to pay him anyways. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I feel the same about Riley. We'll get into this, like, and this is like, another off season away, but it's kind of glad to see that Sandine's playing well enough. That's like, cause he's on the PP one now. I yeah. couldn't believe that. I was like, well, I think the issue is because the PP one has been floppy too. So uh, well, like you got to make a change. Right. And look where they made the change. Like, I mean, they didn't move the forwards. No, of course. So, yeah. I've always um, had an issue with that PP one. Riley never really had the shot. I don't know. Like you look at it, you look at it, like my, my perfect PP one in my brain is like a Washington, right? You have a John Carlson who has got a wicked shot and then you have an Ovechkin. So there's two threats. So you got to worry about two shooters. No one's worried about Ryan, Riley shooting the point. He rarely shoots at the point, And if he does, it's not a fucking hard shot. You know what I mean? It's the floater. Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah he doesn't really have a slap shot in his arsenal. Like I almost don't mind even like, Muzzin hasn't been shooting a lot lately, but if he came on a power play and he was doing shots, at least give some, like there's, there has to be another threat as a pot, as a pull from Matthews. Cause they just double up Matthews now. And they know every time he wants to drag, like I watched it tonight. They know exactly what he's going to do every time because there's no other threat there. Like in terms of shooting wise that you have to worry about. Yeah. It's sad though. Cause like you think Tavares and or Nylander could be that guy or could pose that issue. Like he's not, they're obviously not going to be, to the level Matthews is, but right. they could at least, you know, be a presence where you have to like, you know, you know, you have to look after that. Like you got to make sure they don't get a clean shot on next. You never know. Um, but overall, like, yeah, we've been on the Leafs. Most of the time we've been on the Leafs bandwagon this year. Uh, I don't know about you. You're more pessimistic than I am about the Leafs, even though I've like, I'm at the deep end. Like I, I don't have any faith in this team until I see it. I, I've said that before. Yeah. You're um, all over the place. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is, like, I'm ca- cautiously optimistic. Like, I, I think yeah. that they can, but until they show it, then I'm just going to sit here and just be like, whatever. Like, what is this? Like, what what the hell are we doing? Like, right. you, 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 you added all of this talent onto this team. Like, you built a great, great locker room. Yep. And it won't account for much if you're, like, get, losing in five to the Habs in the first round. So... That's yeah, no, uh, you got you have to win a playoff series this year. It doesn't matter oh, who you're playing against. Um, <laughs> they sh- honestly, their goal, and I, obviously it is, but they should make it out of the the conference finals. Oh, I am scared of Edmonton. I'm more scared of Edmonton than you are, but um, I'm saying though, out of the out between them and Winnipeg, I'm more scared of Winnipeg. Winnipeg's rolling. Like I, I don't think that like they kind of click for a little bit. Obviously, Hellebuck can get hot too. If Hellebuck's that's hot, the issue. Like we don't is... have a guy. Like okay, like Campbell got hot, right? But it's like yeah. I don't think teams are going. Oh, this Campbell no, could get hot. You don't like, think it's the Hellebuck can go like forty-five and no goals against, and like and he'll, and he won't even break a fucking sweat. Like the guy's a problem. Like yeah, and the team and the team is good around him too. Well, like, that's the other thing, right? Is, not, I'd say uh, I'd say Montreal isn't as talented around Price. Like, so if Price can steal a game, sure, but like, can he steal four? I don't think so. But I think yeah. Winnipeg, like, 
if Hellebuck can steal one or two, I think they can go win two games on their own. And that's my biggest concern. So it seems like your biggest concern is Hellebuck. Mine's just McDavid. I think McDavid's like, he's so good. He's take, he could take over any game as well. Just like, you know, by being McDavid. So um, whatever, let's hope for the best. Uh, We should move on though. I think we've talked, squeeze the least lemon. Uh, We're excited for the playoffs, but let's move on. Uh, Where do you want to go next? Yeah. Well, we had a, uh, we had an NFL draft, I think, over the weekend. I think that's our next we did, yeah. our next our go-to here. Um, I've never really been in a situation where my team's drafting in, like, the top 15. Oh, yeah. But so, no, it, was actually, wow. it was like, I'm nervous. Like, I'm fucking nervous. Top I'm 15. <laughs> Not even top well, five. I'm serious, top though. 15. Like, my team makes the playoffs every year, dude. Like, it's like, we're always must, drafting must in, the bottom, in the bottom 25. There was a – can I just tell a quick story? So, when I was uh, we live at, at Brock – uh, there was a guy in my class. He was a Red Wings fan. He wore a Red, Red Wings hat. My one prof came up to him. And he's like, oh, you're a Red Wings fan, eh? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, that must be easy. Like, I, this, is at the, this was before they fell off. Right. This is um, when they were on a streak. Like, yeah, but that was, that was one of the funniest things I ever heard a prof say to a, 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 stu- a student. But anyways, go on. Well, it's funny now. Like, in hindsight, it's funny, too. Yeah, it's hindsight, right? it's funny. But at the same time, it was funny because, like, maybe the Red Wings had no issues. You're like, okay, it was, it was at the playoffs every year. It depended on how well they did, but. Right. Anyways, we're getting way off topic here. <laughs> no, it's fine. So, uh, yeah. So, like I said, Patriots drafted at 15. I didn't know what they were going to do, if they were going to move up. And then, so I'm I'm sitting here, I'm nervous as hell, right? So, I don't know. First of all, I didn't want Trey Lance because I just don't. I think he's more of a, a project. Like, I think that's what people are saying about him. Like, I don't know if you agree, but I just don't think we have enough information on him that I was like, okay, well, if that's the guy that drops to us, like, maybe we just go best available instead. And I don't know, but like I, 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 on this show, I've been talking, I'm a Mac Jones guy. Like I'm a Mac Jones guy. We fucking established that. And then everyone was like, Oh my God, we could fields could drop to us. Like, Ooh, let's get fields. And I'm like, okay. Like I got in on the fields train, but I'm like, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know. Like Mac Jones is still my guy. Like obviously like fields, we'll see what happens. Cause he went to the fucking bears, but um. Anyway, so what happens is I'm sitting here. Trey Lance goes at three. Uh, Atlanta, you were telling me, like, oh, Atlanta might go quarterback. So I'm, like, nervous for that pick. Uh, I think they took Pitts at four. And then it kind of, like, most of the teams from that point on were, like, pretty good, like, for quarterback. Like, yeah, maybe. I think Broncos were the other one. Um, and then they didn't go quarterback, right? Who's- Panthers, yeah. The, uh, Panthers were kind of, like, R- Rappaport came on the screen he's like uh, Justin Fields is the only quarterback they would consider taking and then they took a quarterback sort of early like JC Horn I had going to the Cardinals but he's been getting a lot of like post uh pro day hype I guess you can call it or okay um he was going up board so he went at eight so he did go high uh first corner so but yeah he seemed to be dropping uh and then the Bears made that that move yeah, up that's what got me nervous because then I'm like because then I thought we were getting fields and I'm like oh my, and everyone's like he feels we're getting fields and then the Bears trade up to, to 11. I'm like, oh, they're going fields. Like, because what else? The Bears yeah. traded up for what? Defense? <laughs> no, you, have a I knew it. Like, Andy everybody Dalton, knew Nick it. Pardon? Everybody knew it. Everybody yeah. knew what that's what they're doing. So they take fields. And then, I, then I'm really nervous because Mac Jones is the only QB left on that top five board. And I'm like, okay, like, this is the last first round, like, really the last first round QB left. I think that's what he ended up being, right? Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, oh, God, like, please just can take Mac Jones. Like, I'm so worried about Belichick just doing something silly and taking, like, complete off the board and just 
And of course they call back Jones name and I'm fired up. I'm on Twitter. I'm like, here we go. It's back on like, here we go. We got a quarterback. So uh, immediately we start talking. So I'll, I'll pose the question to you. Um, what is your set, set a line for how many games Cam Newton starts this season? Oh. Set a line. Oh, uh, honestly, I'm trying to think. You're an odds maker. Say it's a real bet, right? I'm going to say, I, you know what? Starting, I say eight and a half. I think that's a perfect amount. Eight, eight and, and a half. half. Okay. Yeah. There's 17 games. That's literally half. I say eight and a half because he likes, Belichick likes Cam Newton. We, I know. We've established this. Uh, he, he went to bat for him after the season. He said he was like high on him. Uh, he praised him. We've said this so many times, pretty much every show we've, we've recorded. We talk about how Stidham like kept coming in three times. They benched Cam Newton. Stidham came in, and then the next game, Cam started. So he definitely has a respect for Cam. Cam was his quarterback. He uh, he praised him before the draft too, and he says, uh, "I think it was after." Like he it was said, after. Like, he said this. As after he said, starter, "Yeah, Cam right? uh, Cam will be our starter." So who knows what's going to happen next season? Uh, hopefully, Cam is healthy. Like obviously, he had that bout with COVID, and a lot of people thought that you know that effect. COVID brain, fog brain, COVID brain. Yeah, so. I think eight and a half is a um, reasonable number at this point. So, so my next question is, as this ball goes deep, oh, Biggio off the wall. You're interrupting our podcast to watch a Jed Lowry double. Okay. So, uh, no, my issue here is that you make all the – you spend all this money in the offseason, right? If Cam's out there stuffing balls in the dirt like he was doing all last season, can't make completions down the field, like – I just I I want to know how fucking tight the le- like how tight the leash is. It's like if oh, this tight. is gonna if this is gonna like drive Cam Newton to I don't know like maybe it like maybe it motivates him to be better. Like maybe he goes out and wins us football games, but you can't make all these signings and spend all this money with a guy who really like didn't make a lot of completions down the field last year. There was times where he made completions, but not when like not it seemed like the easy throws he was missing. Like balls in the dirt and on like a six yard fucking slant. Can I pose this question to you? Do you think, I, like, I don't know if you're going to go straight out and just bash Newton on this, but do you think it was more so the lack of weapons he had? Cause like Jacoby Myers was like the most reliable receiver they had that season. Like Julian Edelman was hurt. So right. I won't really bash him too much, but like who else did they have on that team that they can rely on to catch passes besides him and James white. And then James white had his own issues. So I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, like, listen, I understand this whole, like, didn't have weapons. Like, I get it. But, like, <laughs> Brady didn't have weapons for, like, years. It was like, there's – you just – you make what – in the Belichick system, you make what around you work. I don't know. Like, that's just how it is. Like, and that's what people are – like, and then Wade, our buddy Wade, like, that's what he's saying about Mac Jones. He's like, well, he was on the best team with the best weapons and the best O-line. Like, I get it, but it's like – in a Belichick system, like you, you have to make the easy pass. Like you have to complete the easy passes, and that was my biggest issue with Cam. Like he couldn't even, like make like he couldn't even complete the dink and dunk, fucking plays, and that's when you get in trouble. It's like you can't dink and dunk, then you can't like I don't know. Anyways, uh, another more Patriots news. Uh, I believe they picked up Wins option, and then they didn't pick up Sony's option. So does that mean he still has another year? Yeah, so this is his last right. year. So this will be his last year. And home run. Yeah, Steve Biscotti just uh, hit a two-run dinger. 
Yikes. Matt's. Yeah. This is what happens when you have your TV on. Uh, but that's just that's who we are. Uh, yeah, overall, the, the draft was – it was kind of like – there wasn't too much – too many surprises. Like, we knew that the Niners were taking either Lance or Jones. Like, I, I, I couldn't fathom them taking – I just used them out of the third term. Sorry. But I couldn't fathom them taking Mac Jones. Like, you don't trade up, uh, you know, that many spaces and give up that many picks to take the safest option. Uh, I'm sure he could have started day one for the 49ers, but, you know, I think Trey Lance just brings a different element uh, to the quarterback position. Jimmy G's going nowhere. Like, I know that Kyle Shanahan had that little, uh, you know, quib about, like, no one will – I can't guarantee anybody to be alive on Sunday right. uh, when addressing Jimmy G on the team. But he's still going to be there. He's still going to be the starter. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Trey Lance didn't start at all this season. Like, um, how, does, how does that work? What do you mean? So, it's like Jimmy's in there, but, like, now Jimmy's just, like – So, he's he's pretty much auditioning himself. You know, if there's team. a team next year that's like, man, like, we're, uh, I, I can't think of a specific example, but they're like, we're a quarterback away and they're not asking too much. I don't think they'll ask too much for him. I really don't. I mean, they don't have first round picks. So if they can get a first round, round perfect. But if Trey Lance is Yeah. You think they can get a first round out of him? Well, they'll probably ask for it. I don't know if they'll get it, but they're at least in there, and especially if he plays well. I mean, if he plays like shit or he gets injured, then there's no chance that, and then Trey Lance is the guy no matter what. But if he has a season like he did in 2019, or yeah, in 2019, then uh, there's a good chance they'll get a, a, a nice chunk of change back for him, like a, a decent draft pick. I can't guarantee it at first, but they- that was my only other thing. If we weren't going to go get Mac Jones, I wanted Jimmy back because I know Bill loved him. He, he didn't want to let him go. Like, regardless of what's gone on since then, like, I think you rekindle that. I just like back to Wade, shout out Wade. Uh, he said today, ABC, anyone but Cam. Like, that's just, that's my mentality at this point. It's like anyone but Cam. I was a Stidham guy last year. For what? Because it wasn't Cam. I think you're literally the only, only Stidham guy. Yeah, I mean, Belichick wasn't even a Stidham guy. So. No, it wasn't. Uh, you want to talk about your team at all, Jordan? Uh, it's Honestly, it was a boring draft. I, I can't believe they got Quiddy Pay. Like, speaking of Wade, like, I was texting Wade during the first round of the draft, and he was hoping Quiddy Pay dropped to the Ravens, and I was like, there's no chance. And when 21 came along, I thought the Colts were going to take the left tackle. Um Christian Darisaw, because that's what they need. Um, but no, they took Quiddy Pay. Like a lot of people had Quiddy Pay as their best edge rusher, and he dropped to 21. So it made sense. And they, they love his character. Like apparently he's an outstanding guy. And that's what the Colts do. They, they bring in people with like, you know, great people um, right. with football talent. And the second round was kind of weird because like uh, there was an offensive tackle from North Dakota State. So Trey Lance's left tackle. Uh, I think his name's Redunes and the Titans picked him before. And I was like, that was like the last left tackle of, of his tier. And the rest of the guys were like, they couldn't start day one or game one of the season. Uh, so they went with a defensive ta- or defensive end who tore his Achilles. So I, I was kind of weird, but like apparently he's really good and hopefully he can get back to that. And then the rest is just like, they also, they drafted Sam Ellinger. So I gotta say it was completely boring. Yeah, uh, we'll some. see how that goes. That's, That's gonna be interesting. QB room with him in Eason, who win that backup job. Like I think it's up, up for grabs. Like I don't think Eason's got a gr- grasp grasp on it. Like if Ellinger come in and impress Reich in the offensive staff, then job be his. But yeah, that's basically it. Like I said, it was boring, and I just rattled off two minutes of yeah 
So well, so we got so quarterbacks. Like, let's just do refresher. We had uh, Lawrence to the Jaguars, Wilson to the Jets, Lance to the Niners, Fields to the Bears, Jones to the Pats, Kellen Mond went to the Vikings, I believe, Ian Book to the Saints, uh, Ellinger to the Colts. Who am I missing here? Oh, there was that other guy who went to the Texans. Mm-hmm. That's another. Do you want to bring? Do you want to talk about that? Sounds like Deshaun's done, eh? Oh yeah, he's as expected. He's done for for the Texans, obviously. Right. I don't know about his actual football career. Like, I'm I'm certain he's going to be suspended for how long is is unknown at this point. But they kind of had to do something. He was the best quarterback available. That was our first pick too. That was the third round. That was the Texas first pick of the draft, Crazy. and they went quarterback. Uh, the thing I've heard about Davis Mills is that. He does have a lot of experience. Like he has the tangibles to be a really good quarterback, but he hasn't figured it out yet. So uh, you go into a situation where he could be the starter, but Tyrod's there and, you know, Tyrod's like, he's like Matthew Fitzpatrick. Now they're both stop gaps. Like they're like, Hey, we're going to bring in a, a rookie, you know, mentor this guy. Right. Uh, but we'll see what happens there. The team's trash. Like they, I, they, I have no, ex- like, I think the Jaguars are going to have a better season than the Texans. Like I'll flat out say that. Like that's I, I don't even think that's a hot take. Um, but yeah, so it seems like Deshaun's elsewhere. Um, but when that will be, we don't know. Right. And then what other quarterback? I thought you. Oh, um, Kyle miss? Trask. Trask. Uh, so is he Brady's successor when Brady decides to hang it up uh, in five years? Uh, we'll see. Who knows? Uh, any other draft moves you thought were good? Any other picks you thought were uh, smart? You know, I, I want to shout the Cleveland Browns. Like, they drafted uh, two guys that kind of fell, Greg Newsom in the first, and then Jeremiah – oh, I don't want to butcher his name. Uh, his initials are JOK. Okay. Uh, Owusu Kamaro, I think that's his last name. Uh, two guys that kind of <laughs> fell. Uh, they just add that to a roster that's full of talent. Like, the watch out for the Browns. Uh, the the Bears draft – everyone's lauding the, Brown, uh, the Bears for a fantastic draft – I don't think I don't think it was terrible. I, I didn't think it was great. Like, yeah, they got Fields and they got Tevin Jenkins, who they also had to trade up for. But Tevin Jenkins is a a right tackle. He, at least he was at Oklahoma State, and now they're going to put him at left tackle. Like they they got rid of Charles Leno, like I mentioned. I don't know if I mentioned that off air to you or not, but uh, uh, and now they're putting Tevin Jenkins at left tackle, and then their other draft, like they had a bunch of fifth and sixth rounders. Yeah. The, it, like I said, even before we started to have this conversation, it wasn't like a really surprising draft. Like it was kind of on the scale of other drafts. It was kind of just, I don't know. I want to mention too quickly. Uh, I was furious when the Bengals went uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah, so was I. I had, well, first of all, I bet Penny Sewell top five. Uh, I bet him only expected him to go to the Bengals. My buddies were like, well, supposedly they're going to go like they, they're, it's a dumb organization. And it was, I mean, they cannot protect their fucking asset who was getting smoked last year prior to the injury and then gets injured big time may not even start this season. That was, that was the original talks. I don't know what the, what he's, how he is now. And then they go get a guy. Yeah. That he played with like sick chemistry. And like, and then the fucking guy comes on the TV. I don't know who it was. I was watching uh, TSN's coverage, I think, but it wasn't like a, it was, it was an American guy. And he comes on and he's like, well, you, you don't need like, maybe he didn't say you don't need it. You don't need to protect your quarterback with a pick like this, but he's like, he was trying to like say that the pick was better than getting Penne who you desperately need to protect Joe Burrow. So I just, I just didn't understand. It didn't make sense to me. Like in terms of smarts, 
that was the that was not the smart thing to do. Like, yeah, cool. These two played together in college, but this isn't college anymore. This is the NFL. You got monsters, monsters on the D line coming at your best asset that you've already injured once. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Anyways, that one drove me nuts. Uh, I like the Delonte Smith to the Eagles. I like Jalen Hurts at the end of last year. Uh, I think he was impressive. And then they eat. This is the, one of the biggest things for the Eagles as of late. They couldn't get Wentz weapons, like all this kind of stuff. They were like, Wentz is playing with a bunch of fucking grocery baggers. They got Devonte Smith. I like Devonte Smith. I know he's, I know he's not that heavy, but he can bulk up. I'm not too worried about the guy. He's a fucking bullet. He's awesome. So like him. Um, oh, no post game update on Felino. That's I don't know why I got an update for no post game update, but just just uh you know, oddies are suspense. I uh I also want to say I had something else I just thought of when you were uh, ranting about the Bengals. Um, now I can't think of it. I thought the Chargers had a good draft too. That was another team I thought of that had a good draft. Oh, Ch- Chuba uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, Canadian, also Canadian. went to Oklahoma State. Uh, he got. Pretty much his, I would say his career is going to, you know, be great or anything, but it didn't help that he went to the the Panthers. I was kind of upset about that. Like, no offense against the Panthers. I thought the Panthers were another team that, that did well in the draft, but uh, playing behind Christian McCaffrey. If Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy, it's great for him, but he's not going to get much that much playing time, I don't think. Yeah, he's definitely waiting in line on that one. All right, uh, um, let's, uh, let's move on to the um, – the comments that your boy LeBron made yeah. last night when they got throttled by the Raptors. So we've done NHL. We've done the NFL. Time for some NBA, baby. NBA is the best soap opera in, in all of professional oh, sports. It is the greatest reality TV show in all of professional sports. This is what baseball needs. Like baseball needs a reality TV show because I mean, they have one. But like they don't, they don't, they don't dive into it. Like the M, like Adam Silver just lets whatever go on. Like it does not matter. You can just say whatever you want in the NBA. So the Raptors come out and they haven't been playing that great lately, and they throttle the Lakers last night with LeBron in the lineup. LeBron leaves late. Blah blah blah. You know his bullshit excuses. Oh my fucking ankle. I I don't know if you saw this other quote before this game. He comes out and says, I don't know. I probably will never be back to 100% uh, before my career ends. Like, it was the most abs- – uh, Did he uh, actually say that? Let me read it to you. Let me read it to you. You're not, you're, you're not going to believe me when I tell you. Well, I don't believe you now. So <laughs> I sent it to my buddy. I said, is this guy fucking serious? Well, while you look for that, I was going to ask you, did you see the, uh, the replay of him, uh, the foul on Staley Johnson? where he like kind of flop like Stanley Johnson went to like block a shot. And he like pretty much grazed his elbow. Like he, sure. St- Stanley Johnson didn't, didn't, do, no, didn't even push it. He grazed his elbow and he like did his like classic LeBron flop where he like yeah. pretends like his nose fell it. off or something. I've seen it. Um, I've seen the flop. I know. I know the famous one. So this is from Bleacher Report. LeBron James after his return from a high ankle sprain. This is the quote. I don't – I these quotes are always out of context, right? So you just take them for what they are. It's impossible. I don't think I will ever get back to 100% in my career. That was Bleacher Report? Bleacher? It's right. It's right here. Oh, well. So 
not only is he never going to be 100% again, like he's only going to be a shell of himself, but now he's complaining about the play-in tournament that the Lakers are going to end up in because he's not happy that whatever, seven and eight got to play nine and 10 now, even though he was, he was pushing for this no more than a season ago. So the quote comes out today. LeBron basically says, uh, the quote comes out from last night and LeBron comes out and says, whoever made this play in tournament idea should be fired. Well, then of course, like, because the way the internet is, people dig up a quote from last year of LeBron talking about teams that are in the race for the playoffs and that it'd be great if they could all just play each other to kind of, you know, give them a chance, right? They should play each other five times to give them a chance. And that's where they came up with this play in tournament idea. So he's basically asking for the Lakers to release him. That's the way I'm taking it. No, but like he wants whoever it is fired. Right. And it was his idea. So guess what? You're fired, LeBron. <laughs> this guy's you don't actually, idiot. you don't actually believe that. Well, no, I, I don't believe that. Like, that's me. I mean, that's a clear joke. That's you like, being hyperbolic. Fair enough. But at I, the same I, time, it's like, come on, dude. Like, come on. Yeah, I. You know what? Like, I um, I'm not a LeBron guy. Like, I respect him. Like, I mean, if I I compare myself to you, like, I'm the biggest LeBron lover on the sure. planet. But I take LeBron for what it's what it's worth. I think he's really important to the league. I think he carries like a heavy, his voice. You know, or the things he say he says are you know, scrutinized, but they're also like, that's just like the stature that he has, like whatever he says, uh, people listen and people pay attention to it. And that's why when he says something like this, it's just, it just seems childish because that's what it seems like. It doesn't seem like it's an inconvenience because like if these games are one, uh, one game elimination games, I'm going to be watching them. Like if the wizards are playing, I don't know how it works. I don't know if, is it seven, eight, nine, ten. So if the I'll wizards, I can explain it to you. Okay. So, so this is how it actually works. So seven plays eight mm-hmm. and nine plays 10 loser of nine, 10 is out. Winner of nine, 10 plays loser of seven, eight and winner of seven, eight is in, in the seven seed. So then there's a third game, basically the loser of seven, of seven, eight and the winner of nine, 10 play each other. And the winner of that gets the eighth seed. Okay. But anyway, so. I'll have to read that up because I actually don't know the full. But anyways, so I have the picture. Le- Le- yeah, you're you're people. right though in saying that like LeBron's pissed off because he's probably going to be in this tournament because you know his ankle is still bothering him. They just lost Dennis Schroeder for like wh- one and a half to two weeks, right? And this team's already playing like trash. So you losing your point guard isn't going to help. Uh, and like their team's not playing well. Like I'm so glad Lowry just like uh, you know, shoved it in their face last night, and. He was like, you know what? This is what you get for not trading me. And then Taylor Horton Tucker, who's like the supposed player they didn't want to trade for him, is not playing well either. So I don't know if it's, if I'm going to say that they did this themselves because injuries has ha- have hampered their season, but it doesn't look good. And then, yeah, when LeBron says this, it just seems like he's being a pouty child. And he's like, I don't want to do this. Well, he's running out of seasons, right? Like He's running out of seasons to catch Jordan. And it's just like, this isn't helping that he's like, low. Well, what do you want the- them to do? Like, I- I'm sure like LeBron is in R- Rob Polinka's ears. Like, this is the guys I want. You know, they got Anthony Davis. They got Drummond. And they got Drummond. Montrez Harrell. I don't know if that was LeBron's decision, but, you know, he, he was supposed to come in and help this team. Uh, they trade for Dennis Schroeder. 
you know, I don't know what else he wants. They want them to do like it worked last year. Last year it was fine. Like I know people like to call it the Mickey Mouse ring, uh, but it's still a ring, and it will be considered a ring at least by me. I don't know about you, but uh, the mass majority of the NBA will consider that a legitimate ring. No, like I played it off. Like obviously, like if anyone like won that ring, I was going to say it was fine. But because the Lakers won it, I played it off as if it was yeah. it was a Mickey Mouse ring, yeah. which it was at Disney. So I mean, it makes sense. No, it's 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 a great play on words, but. Uh, they won last year and your team has done as much as they can to support you this season. I do kind of feel bad though. Cause there is a short turnaround time. So that might have to do with their injuries, like with Anthony Davis's this year and, and his ankle. So it does kind of suck, but that's just how it is. Like LeBron, you know what? I would have been mad at LeBron if he was resting like once in a while, but he was full throttle. He started the season hot. Like he was a top MVP candidate. Probably would have won if he stayed healthy. Mm. Um, and then, you know, just the, amount of playing time caught up to them, but we'll see what happens with them. Like they're, they're not, I don't think they're in the play in yet, but they are, they are trending, they are trending uh, that way. Are they seventh? I thought they were still like seven right now. Them and Portland are tied. Portland lost tonight to the Hawks. So Portland's not moving anywhere. They're 36 and 28 Lakers are 36 and 28 currently playing the nuggets who are third in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, half a game up on the Clippers. So the Clippers, Oh, nuggets haven't even clinched yet because they must be in a division with the sons of the jazz. Anyways, so yeah, that's a situation with the NBA and LeBron. Uh, I see that this morning, like immediately I went to Twitter, woke up to a baby crying. It's LeBron leaving early. And then, uh, and then the quote about whoever made this playing thing is stupid and should be, we didn't say stupid, but he might as well have said stupid. It was shit. Then he say, I I like his actual words said it was shit. I, whatever it was, he said they should be fired. And by the sounds of, by all accounts, it, it was him. So Anyways, uh, what else do we got, Jord? Do I talk a little Jays? I mean, they're on right now. Yeah, Jays are on right now. They just tied at 3-3. Simeon up to bat. Jordan's ahead of me. Uh, ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. holds off. No swing. 3-2. and two. Um, Runners on first and third. You want me? You want to do play by no, play? Or? It's not. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, yeah, Jays have been solid. Got back to 500. Just swept the, uh, the Nationals. No, nope. oh, Atlanta Braves. Braves. The Braves. Sorry, they played the Nationals a series before. Uh, Springer came back for a bit, hit a couple bombs, and now he's out again. I don't think it's necessary to rush him back. My biggest concern right now, I don't know about you, uh, got to be pitching, right? Yeah. You want to? Want to take it from there? Or? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was I I was watching the game now. Simeon almost just hit a home run, which would have been great because that's where he's from. But uh, uh, yeah, they're playing exceptionally well based on how many injuries they've had. They haven't had George Springer for almost the entire year. And they're pitching. It seems like every pitcher they have is now going on the IL. I think the only guy that hasn't is, is Steven Matz, who's playing in this game. Been roughed up a little. Like, he was playing well to start the season. And he's starting to – armor started to chip away. And they, they're winning ball games. And I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Rafael Dolis. Um, oh, my God. Jake, Jake is a known, known hater of this. Rafael Dolis. We were doing this. You know what? You – you got to give him praise, man, for what he's been able to do. He's, he's their closer, but it like, it's, they didn't want him to be the closer. Like obviously they had Merriweather and then Romano got hurt. Who else are they going to throw out there to, to close games? You no, tell I know. That. I understand. Like you have to close games with someone, but just wish this wasn't the scenario. Well, I, what is your beef against? I just want to know. Um, I mean, every come- game, 
like every game he came in last year, he'd give up. Like he'd he'd hit a batter. Like it'd be hit by pitch. He'd throw four balls in the dirt. Like balls that weren't even like balls. I'm talking about like that make it halfway to the mound and hit the dirt. Like it just it's such a and the way he pitches, he never seems like he cares. He's very like. And I know that's how he is. They're like, oh, he's got no heartbeat. It's like, no, like, check that man. He might not have a heartbeat. Like, he actually might not be breathing. That's how it feels sometimes. So, I don't know. He feels a little lackadaisical to me, to be honest. And um, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I mean, we know I'm not a fan, so I don't really need to. I, you know, I wouldn't say I was a fan. Like, I, I didn't really, I didn't hate him or it didn't. Uh, but I think what he's been able to do with all their injuries, I, I, I've gained a lot of respect for him and I'm, I'm glad he's on this team, and if he continues to play well in, this, in a, a middle relief role when everybody's playing, everyone's playing, and hopefully everybody's healthy, then that'd be perfect. Uh, but yeah, I'm impressed with everything. Vladdy's having a massive year. Uh, I was looking at Vladdy props or like MVP props, and this was a while back. I haven't checked them recently, but there he was going like as low as like 2,500, and I'm like, not a terrible bet to make. I mean, if he continues this, like he's going up against guys like Mike Trout and I'm trying to think who else. Martin, JD Martinez is having a solid year so far, but uh, that, I, I think that Vladdy MVP odds would, uh, or MVP prop, wouldn't be a terrible move to make. Yeah, Vladdy is uh, <laughs> Vladdy's fun to watch. He uh, he's electric. Bo has been hot lately here too. He's been kind uh, of streaky. Like he he was. Last couple yeah, games, though, I think he had two two extra base hits last night, extra base hit today already. Yeah, he's starting to heat back up, but he was so. on a cold streak, and then he was on a hot streak. So, Jansen? Oh, Jansen. Tied the Ooh. record for worst hitless streak. We lost then Kirk, hits. too. Kirk's going to be out for a while here. Yeah. So. And then I think Riley Adams is the, the backup. They have a good uh, crop of prospect catchers, but I don't think any of them are really ready yet. Did you go as far as to say you missed Reese? Oh, no. Uh, no, no. I like I like Reese, or I miss Reese. Like I miss jerking off in my car. Yeah, yeah not at all. That, that was the <laughs> lowest hanging fruit I've ever grabbed. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I am way better than that. I apologize for that terrible joke. Uh, but yeah, I can't really complain about the Jays playing well so far. I I, I don't think it's sustainable. Like because I keep thinking like every bullpen game they have, like Tommy Malone will come out. I'm like, oh, here we go, and then he'll give up like a three run jack, and I I, I would be like, yeah. Max Scherzer's on the mound. We have no chance of winning. And then Vladdy goes off. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> love bullpen games. Yeah. But I think it's just too much. Like, I know that they kind of have to with all their injuries. So they need to bring in some – another starter. Like, that's been the Yeah, they the need another starter. Before the What's, season started. Do you have any info on I, – I, I don't – I'm not delved as deep into the news. Like, Pearson, like, what's the deal there? I mean, we know Ryu's a little – I think he's, like, he's on his way back. Like, Rayu is coming back Thursday. Last I read. Okay, so that's so good. that's good. Yeah, uh, Pearson, uh, I think still needs a little bit more time at the alt site, uh, but I think he's he's coming close. I'm a little worried about him. I like I would be opposed if they wanted to start him at Buffalo uh, with the Bisons to to start the year because like they it's kind of feels like they rushed him a little bit and last year it kind of showed right to the point where they had to bring him back as a bullpen piece and. Like a lot of, I've, I've read that he, maybe he should go to the bullpen when he comes back, but that might pigeonhole him. And then you, you kind of lost him as a starter. So I think, I think Buffalo would be a good option, but with, you know, the lack of starting pitching they have, I don't think they have a, um, they don't have an option. They can't really do that. Right. So 
Hopefully he comes back and plays well because he's got great potential, but the injuries have kind of uh, been racking up lately. Yeah, not great. Um, anything else on the Jays or baseball altogether? Uh, not really. Like, uh, just around the league, I uh, I want to just shout out my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. I'm in uh, one of my leagues. I'm in a categories league. 14 categories. I won 14 nothing last week. So... Huh. Not a big deal, eh? And uh, I, I should shout out our uh, our Centennial Baseball League. Absolute trash league. Uh, I'm in last. Nice. Where it's a Roto I? League. I thought Roto would be a smart idea. Our our colleague, uh, King Levine, who I checked, he is well ahead in first. Nice. I don't know if you've been checking. I have not looked. Have you been checking? You're in third place. You're in third oh, place. Oh, nice. So I haven't checked guys yeah, since we drafted, is, and I'm in third. It's so. a roto league too. Like if you drafted good players, you're fine. Like there's still a ton of season left, especially with roto. Like I'm, I'm interested to see how it's going to play out. Um, because if you leave players on IL or or guys just get cold and you don't do anything with them, it's going to screw you in the end. But it's good experience make because I don't think Keegan checks his team and he's like destroying all of us. Yeah, just like, killing. It, us. It's, <laughs> it's 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 embarrassing. Like I. I, I've been kind of like putting a backseat to that league. Like I, I'm in other leagues, uh, but I still check every. I still set my lineup. Like I'm not an animal. Well, um, I am. Well, I know you are. That you didn't need to tell people that they knew that. Uh, but not a good start. I'm a little embarrassed with it. Yeah, the one thing I want to say on baseball, uh, my sweet prince went down today. Tommy John, he's done. Dustin May, I love this. Oh, I thought you were gonna. I honestly thought you were gonna say Corbin Burns. I no. thought that's where you're going. Oh, with Corbin that. Burns, another one of my sweet princes. Yeah, I have him yeah, one of my Dustin leagues too. Are my guys. Uh, I think they. I don't know if you fall. I assume you fall pitching ninja. Yeah, that's how I picked up on them. I think Dustin May was electric last year for the Dodgers. Uh, he came in, he was starting this year. Now he needs TJ. It's unfortunate. He has a wicked fastball. Uh, that thing's got a ton of movement. It's a ton. He's a ton of fun to watch. Uh, yeah. And Burns went down too. So a couple of my sweet pitching Kings out here, uh, losing, losing some guys here, Jordan. Yeah. Well, good thing they'll play for the Jays. Am I right? Yeah. Well, we already got enough pitching issues, so. Yeah, exactly. Could be worse. Uh, one other thing that we should talk, we talked about this, uh, before we recorded. Uh, so tonight is, uh, the, I don't know what you want to call it. The Marvel ESPN crossover with the, the Warriors Pelicans. So I caught some of it and so did you. I want to hear what you say. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll say my piece, but, uh, how do you feel about it? Sure. Yeah. Um, a little gimmicky for me. I, I didn't get the Nickelodeon game. Like I didn't see it. I only saw like highlights and stuff from it. Um, another gimmicky thing for me. I didn't find it that entertaining. I get it. Like you got to try to attract like a younger audience or that kind of, it's a different market, right? Like not, it's not necessarily people like us who are big into the more like MCU and sports NBA or whatever. So I get it. Uh, but it's just a little gimmicky to me, especially in how important this game end up being. Like, I know it was probably pre-planned, but both these teams are battling like Pelicans. Yeah, are this is for the play. This is for like their play in lives, the outside so, looking in and they got to yeah. beat the warriors. And, uh, and it's very, it was very gimmicky. Um, the hero points and all this stuff. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. The crossover isn't for me. Maybe. I don't know. I think, I think you have a different take on it. Yeah. I just want to like uh, call it my hypocrisy here. I'll put my hand up. Uh, I thought the Nickelodeon thing was ridiculous. I wanted nothing to do with it. I was kind of glad I didn't get it. Cause I would have hate, hate watch the shit out of it. But no, I listen. I, I, we had to listen to Tony Romo instead. I think that was a CBS game. <laughs> exactly uh 
But yeah, anyways, the reason why I call myself a hypocrite is because like as cheesy and as gimmicky as the Marvel thing was, I didn't hate it because I, I like the MCU. Sure. Um, but I think it's I think they're two different reasons. So like the Nickelodeon thing, like I don't know if they had the same parrot company, CBS and Nickelodeon, but it kind of felt forced. Like right. that crossover, like it was just like unnecessary to me. Right. The, e- the ESPN Marvel makes sense because they're both owned by Disney, so they're promoting they're promoting their product. Yep. So like tomorrow, I was reading that May- tomorrow's May the fourth, so May the fourth be with you. Uh, the I think it's the Astros Yankees. I'll have to double check that, but the Ash I- there's a game tomorrow where they're doing like a Star Wars, Star Wars ESPN team. crossover. Cool. So that will be interesting. I kind of want to watch that. Uh, just to see what that's like. So I think that they're kind of just promoting their own brands. Like it's the same, it's the same parent company. Uh, and you know, it, like people are going to be like, Oh, this is like, not to be like you, but like, Oh, it's a gimmick, but yeah. Like, uh, but I don't know what else, what else you want them the to thing do. I appreciate about it is that it's not like you're not forced to watch it. There was another stream on ESPN. I don't think we got it because we have TSN. So I think we were just stuck with the Avengers game, but there was another feed on ESPN. It was saying at the bottom, like for the regular feed. So it's like, you don't get forced to watch this. Uh, you don't get forced to watch this Marvel thing. If you're not interested and you want to watch the, the basketball game, because I know probably basketball purists out there, not necessarily the same as baseball purists, two different, uh, two different types of people, but yeah, there there's that option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I can't think of anything else that I want to rant about. In no, sports. I think we touched on pretty much everything. Almost yeah, we we did the, all the covered all the bases. Yeah, literally. Or I don't know if you want to use another sport analogy. Yeah, um, we uh, we dumped and chase. We. Uh, <laughs> it's. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you kind of put me on the spot here, like. Come on, Jake, make a joke. I can't. I literally can't. Neither can I. Oh, hell I made a career off making bad jokes. Yeah, this is true. What what career is that? Exactly. <laughs> well, with that being said, <laughs> thanks I for listening. Wrap up this episode. Uh, until next time, this has been Bets and Bites. <laughs>